Hello everybody, I'm Jason Trader, the Emperor of America, and we're back, the art of being the podcast from a little bitty hiatus, because the other podcaster in this podcast, who will not be named because I don't want to call nobody out, uh, was gallivanting all over the world, enjoying Yay. their time, while That's I sat right. at home and parented. Aww, well thank you so much for parenting, while well, I was getting my... um. Costa Rica on. I was going to say get my tan on. Costa Rica and Los Angeles. There's two trips in there. Yes, my best friend's getting married, so she was doing it big with a lot of events, you know. Yes, so we're back from a little bitty hiatus, and uh, boy, are we back with a doozy, too. You guys break out your pen and paper, because I got a lot of math for you on this one. It's going to be very hard, and I'm going to try my best. Dear Lord, help me, but we got some math that is going to help Prove the Bible. And I will say, Millicent, after this, you know how people say like, um, oh, you can't disprove God, but you can't prove me either. And you like end up with a stalemate. No, you can prove him. I know for a fact God, there's proof that God exists. Yes, I can prove God. And I'm going to do it because these this math that I'm about to explain goes so much deeper than what I did. Like, I'm only covering the surface. There's too much for it to be a coincidence. It's too much. Mm, okay. It's too perfect. So you're here to prove God with your what you just learned with math. That's right. And what's God's perfect number? What do you know? What's God's seven? And seven. let me tell you something. All my life, I wondered why. No, first you just know because you were told as a child that's God's favorite number, yeah. so you just accept it. Then when you get to a certain age or, or time in your life, you're like, I wonder why. I wonder why. And then my best friend, speaking of bachelorette parties, because that's where we were for Costa Rica. She, at her bachelorette party, it was a, a number of seven of us total. And it really, truly, I understood now why it was perfect <laughs> because Sarah was the bride and she had her three girls on one side on, of the photographs and then three girls on the other side of the photograph. She always wanted just to, like the menorah. to be centered. Uh, just like that. <laughs> she always wanted to be centered at all the photos, which makes sense if she's the bride and... It's just kind of the theme. It's yeah. about her. That's true. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, she would not let us at all. It could not be four on one side ever. Ever. Even at the uh, bridal shower we just had for her. She had to be in center and it had to be equal amount of ladies on both sides. But uh, because of the bachelorette trip... I understood why seven was so you great. Didn't need... So it reminded me, like, maybe the Lord has to be the center. He's That's what in the, the menorah midst. is. He's in the midst. And yeah. then, like, everyone else is just the whole afterthought that completes it all. And it's brilliant. So that's the only thing that I could think of. So why seven ladies in a party is number. proof to you. No scripture needed. Yeah. No math needed. Yeah. You had a party of seven and it was perfect. I, and felt, I, I felt like it was perfect. I felt yeah. like it, it just felt like right. Seven. It just felt right. Well, there's something else that's in the middle of the first seven words of the Bible that we're going to get into a little bit later, but it also has a center. So the first seven words of the Bible happen to make up Genesis 1 Oh, let and me 1. guess. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Correct. Yay. But in Hebrew, it reads out a little bit different. Oh. Uh, now, it's Genesis 1 and 1. I would be careful anytime someone's saying that there's math or something involved in a verse mm. uh, to be careful because we got to remember that the chapters and verses were put by man, but the mm. scriptures were written by God. Okay. But the reason I believe oh, that this is okay. that they got it right with Genesis 1 and 1 because it is the first sentence 
And it is the first seven words, which we know okay. God to be complete, right? So the first of the Bible, and they happen to be seven That's right. Words. So I think they got Genesis 1 and 1 right when they numbered it. Hey, it was the first one they did. They're like, hey, we're pretty good. We got it, guys. The first one down. One and one. <laughs> they, they nailed it. Uh, but the first seven words happen to be, uh, and I'm going to butcher this, Berasit bara Elohim et hasamaim wet ha Ras, res, hares. Is the roof leaking? Is that what that means? Wet roof. It means, yeah. <laughs> uh, it means beginning, created, God, and then et, which is a grammar term. Uh, it basically means what I'm talking about is connected to what I just said. Uh, that's why we say in the beginning, God created. We know God created it because the et connects it uh and and then the next word is heaven or sky and then the mm. next one is an also grammar which means what i'm about to say is connected as well mm. mm-hmm. uh which is the wet and then it ends in earth so it's beginning created heaven earth or beginning sorry beginning created god heaven earth that's the first seven words of the bible uh and we know seven is perfect um so First thing, you look at Genesis 1 and 1, I could do a whole other podcast on just the, the label, but mm. the first thing you get is anything that ends with im in Hebrew, it mm-hmm. means it's plural. Okay. It means it's plural. So Elohim mm-hmm. means God is plural. So in the beginning, he was telling us he's a trinity. He all automatically said, I'm a trinity, before they even knew about the Messiah coming, before What's they knew the about Jesus, again? Elohim. 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 It's a plural of okay, God. So one dude created uh, the heaven and earth. But no, it oh, means many because uh, it means plural. yes. Yeah. So it's plural. Uh, and not only that, but we also have a trinity of trinities within in the beginning because in the beginning time, right? God created. Uh, so that's a time. There's a point of time creation happened. Uh, heavens and earth. So we have time, space, and matter. Right there. Time, created, heavens, space, matter, earth. That's right. a trinity of three. God is a trinity of three. Mm. Uh, oh, by the way, and all states of matter come in three, solid, liquid, and gas. There's a little, okay. f- there's a lesser form of plasma, so which we won't get into. But I'm just saying, right off the bat, we just got a trinity this of trinity of trinities. This is just proving the perfection part, like that seven, the perfect seven. This is not necessarily proving God right now, his existence. You're just going with the perfection <clears throat> right. of the scripture, Genesis 1 and 1. Right. right. Okay, so, cool. uh, uh, so Elohim, plural, right? Uh, it God is has the same name. He has Elohim mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh and it actually is like an us saying. Uh, and it also, it, it appears, the first time it changes, it appears 66 times, that word, until it changes in Genesis 6 and 5. Then we get mm. another word for God. So we have 66 times mm. uh, he uses a plural word. That's how we know it's not, like, we're not just guessing that it's plural. Yeah. Because in the other 66 times, he uses a word like us and things like that. In the scripture to prove that Elohim is a, it's a plural word. Anyway, it's just re- reinforcing. Uh, and here's a little known uh, fact, actually, is Hebrew and Greek are the only two, which the Bible is actually written of, it's Hebrew and Greek, right? Mm-hmm. Are the only two uh, alphabets that also have numeric value. The reason is, is because numbers like one, two, three, and four is a modern concept. 
the Romans and everybody were the first people to actually tack numbers to something. Before that, they would have to use their alphabet to describe a number because they didn't have the number one to describe it. So mm. ALF, which is the first letter of the alphabet. Well, they had to use their alphabet to describe right. a number. All right, because they would spell out seven, not actually have a number. Seven. Right, right. So yeah. ALF, which is or the they first. they would spell out the word three, they wouldn't actually have a number three. Correct. ALF, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, represents one. Mm. And it goes one through. Oh, so like alpha and omega, like I'm the one. Cool. It, it goes, it goes like one through ten, mm -hmm. and then after that, it starts counting by tens until it gets to a hundred. So, wow. and then the Hebrew alphabet has twenty-two uh, letters. Each one of them have a numeric value. Okay, why is that important? Because that means every sentence in the Bible also has a numeric value. Every word has a numeric value. So here's where I'm going to get into stuff that's too crazy for coincidence. Okay. We're going to get into some crazy stuff. Let's get into it. Beginning, I mean, yeah, the word cool. beginning comes out to a value of 913. The word created comes out to a value of 203. The word God, Elohim, comes out to oh, because, 86. Because every alphabet that's right. represents a number. Yep. So you're adding up the words, and this is what we're right. Getting. And then okay. and then et, which is the grammar word I was saying, comes out to 401 because mm -hmm. alf is one. That's the first letter, and et is the last letter of the alphabet, the talv, mm -hmm. which is 400. So alf talv 401. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, cool. Heaven comes out to 395. Wow. The next et, which is slightly different because they add a word to a letter to it, is 407. And then earth is 296. So the wow. total value of the sentence, you're not blown away yet. The total value of the sentence. No, I'm just loving how you're counting it up. So yep. Give us the whole value of, not the sentence, the scripture. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. It equals 2,701. Okay, 701. Okay. Why is this an interesting number? I don't know why. Because it's it's not a prime number. No. Prime number is a number that can. Equal but there's only two. one way to get two seven oh one besides one vice itself, which is thirty seven times seventy three. That's the only way that you can get twenty seven oh one. Thirty seven right. times seventy three oh, okay. is is how you get it. Interestingly enough, they're reverse of each other. Thirty seven. 73, right? They're exact opposites oh, of each other. Yes. So it's the same forward as it is backwards. Right, right. Right? And if you take 2701 and add it to its reverse, which is 10772, guess what it equals? 107, I don't know what it equals. 3773. Okay. So, so when you take 2701 and you flip it backwards and add it times itself, it equals the same value yeah. that it is when it's multiplied times itself. Okay, that reminds me of the word is the same today as it was, you know. <laughs> and these these numbers happen to be the only prime numbers that do that, Ooh. that are reverse of each other. Ooh. Okay, boom, right? Crazy. Yeah. So we're already getting, we're already getting a little crazy. Oh, and, and by the way, 37 and 73 their 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 prime roots are 12 and 21 which are also exact reverses of each other just a little side note and if you take 12 times 2 it equals 144 and take 21 times 2 it equals 441 so even that when you so adding the reverse of 2701 is 3773 at, taking the reverse of 3773 is 12 and 21, and taking the reverse of those when you add them up is 144 and 441. 
also the exact reverse of itself. So this 2701 is actually a very special number in mathematics because mm. other numbers don't do this. Whoa. You can't find this example in other numbers. Hmm. The, the, it's the, it's like one of its only ones that, that does that. So if you take, let's say um, we take marbles or dots to represent a number mm -hmm. and create a triangle. Mm -hmm. So the first triangle that can be formed is the number three, right? One at top, two at the bottom. You, you see what I'm saying? So there's two at the bottom, one at the top. The first mm -hmm. triangle I can form, I can't form a triangle with two, but I can form a triangle with the number three. You see what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And then the next triangle is six and then so on and so forth, right? Right. Because it's one, two, and then three at the bottom. Uh, if you take 2701, guess it, it is, a, a, it is a if you turn 2701 into a hexagonal shape, mathematically in, in, in geometry, how many hexagons do you think it is in a, in a row? Hexagon is six, right? Or No, the hexagon, so like I said, triangle one is three, triangle two is six, and so on and so forth. So the hexagon shape is the, of 2701, if you take that and make it a hexagon, it's the 37th hexagon. Okay. Guess what if you take it and turn it into a triangle? It's one. the 73rd triangle in the list. Thirty-seven seventy-three yeah. again. Yeah. So even when you take it and turn it into a geometric shape, wow. this number twenty-seven hundred one is the thirty-seventh and seventy-three. You can't do this with other numbers. That's incredible. It's a special number that exists in this sentence. God is saying in the beginning, this perfect seven. Wow. Oh, by the way, it's perfect in so many other ways if you yeah. keep the math going. And I could have kept going and going and going. Yeah. Um. So twenty-seven hundred one. If you add its sum up. Uh, one plus two plus three plus four plus five all the way till you, the number equals 2701 mm -hmm. you stop at number 73 whoa it keep i know it keeps going wow. so if you take uh, a digital root sum a digital root sum is when uh you add up all the numbers so like 913 for instance would be nine plus one plus three which equals 13. Well, you have to break that down again and do one plus three, which equals four. And now you have the digital root sum of nine, nine, 13. Mm -hmm. Well, if you do, uh, and remember, uh, nine, 13 is the beginning, Yeah. right? Nine, 13 is, uh, what beginning equaled. So if you do that with the digital root of nine, 13 is four, uh, the digital root of 203, 2 plus 0 plus 3, equals 5. Well, if you do all those uh, digital roots of all the words added up and then add up those sums, it equals 37. Wow. We're back to the same yeah. root of 3771. Wow. And again, I could have kept going. The coincidences continue to break down where you see 37 and 73 continuously throughout this whole thing, right? And oh, by the way, the first seven sentences, right, is uh, it's a seven words. And if you take the middle, which is alf talv, which is the first and the last, there's mm -hmm. three on one side, three on the other. So we got three and three on each side of the alf tav. Alf tav represents the alphabet. It also represents the first and last. And the total is seven. I mean, we continually start to see these numbers in this mathematics. And, and, and I challenge you, don't just say this is coincidence and this is me going off the rails. 
people like William Shakespeare who use like iambic pentameter, which is like a steady rhythm. You know, you got like R.R. Uh, R. Tolkien that that breaks down like super elaborate stories. I challenge the playwrights of the world to get together and write one Hebrew sentence that has this many mathematical coincidences. Wow, yeah. You can use whatever computer you want. I, I love it. But I challenge them. Challenge them. Do it. Get a computer. Get a calculator. Get some scientists together. Write one sentence with this many mathematical coincidences. And you couldn't even do it because there's more mathematical sentence, uh, uh, more mathematical coincidences than that happened that I'm not even covering. It's the only in the Bible or just that sentence in this alone, sentence, the scripture, right? Know, because yeah. the 2701 as a uh, being the 73rd triangle in the list is also the only triangle that can house its reverse in a triangle in itself. So if you take the reverse of it and turn that into a triangle, it fits directly upside down inside the triangle. And, and that's hard to describe. That's why I didn't really get into the math of that. But it can, it just like, if you just start breaking this down and throwing in a geometry, trigonometry, all these different things, you just start to see all these other mathematical coincidences. So now I want to talk about the center word of the sentence, right? Because yeah. we know the center word is the alf tav. Alf tav, it, like when we say, alf -tav. It, so when we say, do you know your ABCs? The yeah. Hebrews say, do you know your alf tav? Okay, it, yeah. Because that word it's is the is the first and the last. Wow. So alpha's first, talva's left. And it just so happens that the first and last is the center of this whole thing. Wow. Of course, yeah. And the, if, I, if I remind you of the value of that word, the value of that word was 401. Mm. If you remember 401. Well, what is interesting about 401? You're adding up each letter. Right. If you add up the name of Isaiah... It also equals 401. So the name of Isaiah equals 401. That's crazy. So let's go to the prophet Isaiah and see if he has anything to say about the Alf Tav. Oh boy, I'm sure he does. In Isaiah 44 and 6, we hear God say, I am the first and the last. Right. I am the Alf Tav. So the 401 tells me to go to Isaiah. I go to Isaiah, and in there, God says, I am the first and the last. The and I got there by using the mathematical equation of the first and last in the first sentence of the Bible. So if you add up the Hebrew sentence of uh, Isaiah 44 and 6, if you add up that entire sentence, it equals 1259. And I know what you're saying, Jason, that's not 37, 73, or any of those other weird coincidences. But if you take 1259 and turn it into a circle, a geometric circle, using geometry, the diameter of that circle is 401. So the sentence that says, I am the first and the last, its diameter is the exact mathematical equal to the first and last as a word and in the first sentence of the Bible. It matches exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't tell me that that's an accidental mathematical equation. I challenge a scientist and anyone listening, send this to your playwright buddies and write a book yeah. Yeah. where the chapter sentence structure matches the diameter of the circle of the first sentence or of your book. Are you using Hebrew alphabet here? You can use whatever alphabet. You could make up your own alphabet. I don't care. You're not going to be able to do it. It's too hard. It's too much of a coincidence to have a sentence structure that equals 401 in diameter 
which equals 401, which is the alftav, which is the direct center of the first sentence of the Bible. It's too much. And like I said, I could have kept going. Prime numbers continuously appear when you start adding this up. Reverse numbers, like I said, the 12 and the 21, the 37 and the 73. Yeah. No other prime numbers do that. You can't find two prime numbers anywhere, as, as we can prove mathematically. As far as we can count, numbers okay. go 37 and 73, the, the reverse of each other, that has their primes, all their prime roots also reverses of each other. That doesn't happen mathematically anywhere else. Right. But it happens in the first sentence yeah. of the Bible. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I like that. I like all that. I could buy that. And that's what you want to use to kind of say that this can prove the Bible or the Lord's power because of how rare. Yes. This is. What I'm saying is, is uh, Chuck Missler is a guy I've been listening to a lot too lately. He has um, a series called Beyond Coincidence. And I would say that that's a very accurate statement. This is definitely beyond coincidence. Oh, I definitely agree with this you. This didn't happen by mistake. And mm -hmm. and you know how you know? Because let's say that like Moses was super smart and he knew and he was really focused and he did all that math and he's the biggest genius the world has ever known. Well, then probably the Torah is probably worth reading anyway. Because if he was that smart to figure it out by himself before computers, then maybe we should listen to what he's writing even if God wasn't real. Okay. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this guy's a genius. But here's how it doesn't work. Because how did, he didn't know what Isaiah was going to write. He didn't know that by putting 401 in the middle, it was going to lead me to Isaiah and lead to the first time where God says, I am the first and last, and that that would match the diameter of the sentence. He didn't know that wasn't written yet. Right. So this is beyond coincidence, people. So stop saying, as a Christian, well, you can't prove God, but I know he's real. Okay. You can. You can prove him. Now that you've listened to our podcast. Yeah, you can prove them. And guess what? Each Hebrew letter also has a word meaning. And that's a podcast for a different day. Because the first sentence of the Bible tells a whole nother sentence just by looking at the meanings of each letter. It's crazy. But we'll get into that another day. And I hope that that made sense to you. Uh, I didn't want to get too into it because it's hard to describe math and I don't want to bore you guys with math over and over again. Thank so, you. <laughs> so that's all I got on, on today's okay, episode. wonderful. That was good. Yeah. That's good. And praise the Lord for being super duper perfect. It's he knows amazing. what he's doing. I tell it's you amazing. that. It is a, a honor to, to see that unfold and to just kind of get that like it was like right before the bachelorette i was like that's i get it lord like that must be it like, number seven this, this, uh, yeah yeah but the, the whole scripture that's amazing and it makes me want to think about revelation which was uh the last verse of the bible you, you because you talked about the first verse i'm like hmm now i'm curious to know is the last verse of the Bible um, well, the, equal as well? The or, problem is, uh, and, it, and I, I mean, it could be, but the, the problem to... is it was in a different language. Uh, so a, this, uh, a lot of these coincidences Arabic most often happen or, in the Torah. But or Greek. Greek, yeah. Man, um, old. Yeah, uh, but the Greeks, like I said, they also ascribed numeric value to their letters. So you still yeah. find coincidences in the New Testament. Like mm -hmm. every gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, for instance, yeah. uh, have one word that is not mentioned in any other gospel. Like, you know, John says spaghetti, 
and no one else says the word spaghetti. Yeah. Well, if you take every word that John, John, the one word that he used that nobody else used, you take that one word and you divide it down, it equals seven. The same thing happens with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They each have a word that the mm-hmm. other Gospels didn't use. Mm-hmm. And when you divide it all the way down to the bottom, it equals seven. So okay. it God is even showing, hey, even guess what? there's the, differences, the, the, it's still perfect. It's is still that, perfect. That's, that's right. A, that's amazing. You know what I take from that as well? is like we do this podcast and, you know, I have the art of being reacts on YouTube and things might be you know, you got to deliver whatever you need to deliver. You pray before you speak to God's people or you read your word before you speak to God's people. And it might not come out sounding right just as long as you got the the whole thing. The, the point right, is, you because know. you look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Moses, Moses didn't write the... God ascribed the tablets with his fingers. That's what, that's right. why that's so perfect. That's true. But you got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They were They were dudes. But it just shows because they were diligent in writing down what God told them, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit blessed them. Yeah. The Holy Spirit guided them through the blessing. So it, so you're right. So if you got something to say or a word to preach or something, don't worry about being perfect. As long as you prayed up, studied up, and God has told you to move, then when you move, the Holy Ghost will provide the rest yeah. of the blessing. Yeah. You know, sometimes he just needs you to show up and he's like, I got this. Yeah. You yeah. know, I know you've experienced that where you're like, you don't really want to pray for somebody and then you do and they get like a total breakthrough. <laughs> but anyway, not to call you out. but What? What do I have to do with this? Oh, I was just saying. You did. You prayed for him. I'm just thinking of some examples in our past that we've dealt with. And that's all I got for today. So... Next time someone says you can't prove God, you just sit down with a pen and paper. Tell them the Emperor of America sent you. And you sit down and you you let them know, yes, I can prove the Bible. And we were going to have more and more podcasts, guys. So like, share, and subscribe so you can get other episodes where we can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is real and it is okay to believe in him. Science ain't got it all figured out. The Holy Ghost does and the Word of God does. It's a perfect Amen. example of what he has to do. Yeah. So we love you guys. Hit us up on Facebook at The Art Being. We're on Twitter at The Real Art Being. Or if you'd like to email us because you want to advertise on our channel or you just have something to say to our crew, we're The Art of the Letter B, the number three, I-N-G at gmail.com. That's The Art of Being at gmail.com with a three for the E. Hit us up on Patreon and donate to our cause so we can get better equipment, better microphones, and uh, maybe I can get a megaphone and start shouting math out in the street. Um, but either way, I can't do that without your donations. So we thank you all for your support. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we love you guys. Hope that I didn't bore you with my math. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. Oh, great. Thank you for yeah, the encouragement. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we love you guys, and we'll be looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Peace out. Bye.